Welcome back, my homies, my false nine family. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. As always, I'm your host, Edwin. I'm joined by Santiago. Santi, tell, tell the lovely audience how you feeling, my man. You're probably on a huge high right now. My brother in Christ, we are sleeping good tonight. We got some good lunch. We had a great day of work. We saw a fucking beautiful game of the most beautiful game in the, in the world. Football. Oh, my God. Chef's kiss. That was a chef's kiss. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yep. The October fixtures keep on piling on and coming through. United just beat Spurs 2-0, so that's why Santiago's on some on his high bullshit over here feeling mad mad happy that's what f- fucking three or four wins of the big of the of the big 6 um so far this season three three so three, you- three three out of the four we've played um and i think in every single game we've scored more than two goals two or more goals which i think that's that's a little key now of course the city one is like a we it was 6-3 but i don't know i feel like there was, I know, I, I felt at one point in in the in the season, I think after we had won, was it when we beat Southampton barely, or Leicester, one of the other two, one of those two, it felt like not having like a legit striker. I know like the Ronaldo the, uh, dilemma that we can talk about a little bit. It really felt like we were gonna struggle to score and we were gonna have to be more based on having to keep a clean sheet. But as we saw today, my God, yo. Like, Ten Hag gets – see, I hate doing this because I've heard some of the United fans, like, just wait till Ten Hag gets, like, three or four more players. I'm like, yo, like, I'm tired. Like, some of those players have been, like, in our system forever. And, like, they're good players. They just need a better coach and a better manager. Um, But, man, oh, man, we're seeing signs. It looked it look really good today. Like, we – like, against Arsenal, we talked about it. We won – we played very good with the, in the counter, but Arsenal played a better game. Against Liverpool, I think we didn't play well. We just played with more heart and passion. The intensity was there. We played so well. We pressed so high. The hair looked like Ederson out there, only making only making distribution passes, no saves, which is great. That's what you want from a, t- a keeper that can't stop the ball. Um, and, yeah, it was amazing. It was so dominant. And for the first time, I know I've always been high on Spurs. For the first time, I realized, damn, they're actually kind of shit sometimes. Sometimes. and But then, so then my other thing that came to my mind was City, because of Guardiola, of course, we always ask them, regardless of the result, they should play well. Um, and I think United have been have been um, always asked to, like, play offensive football, say with Arsenal, Liverpool. I mean, you can see Chelsea right now getting some backlash, but with Potter, you can see that they're instead of being more defensive, they're offensive. And then I'm just thinking about Spurs, of like I know everyone's like, oh, look at like this terrorist ball, and like Conte's a terrorist when we play so defensive, and we have so many better players to play. Okay, let's take apart. Let's take the 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 reason of the the quality of players you have. When, when, why do we ask Spurs to play so offensively? Like, what, what, what? What do you mean? Well, hold like, on, hold on. Okay. When Car- when Ancelotti came to Everton, did you expect Everton to always be on the front foot against every team? 
No. What? So I look at Tottenham as Everton. They're a big team, and clearly now they have been had more success in Everton because they're constantly brought up in the big six. But that's I think in certain terms of their brand. But why does that popularity dictate the way they should play football? And I'm not saying they shouldn't play. They should. They should play all defensive. I'm just saying, why are we so quick to criticize them when they're playing? When they play a tough, a, a bit, a, a better opponent or like a top six opponent, like a big opponent, they send the back like a small team. They kind of are a small team. The thing is with that though. Is, but you get what I'm saying, though. I, yeah, no, I understand what you're saying, and it's it's solely because that that whole they fall under the big six category, which is complete bullshit for me, because I don't, I do not feel like they are a big six club. Um, but also the the type of caliber players that they have, like just th- look at the names: Harry Kane, Youngman Son, Hoiberg, a uh, fucking you know the list the list goes on. Romero's a, a great Hugo Lloris, Gareth Bale. Fucking, I know he's not on the team now, but you know, the caliber players that they have, top quality, obviously. Adebayor as well, just to, one to, just to fucking throw out there. But yeah, the type of players that they have, the type of players that they manage to get, the amount of money that they have as well. Like, you are expecting to play, to have a brand of football where it's actually like attractive and you're on, you're looking to be a, t- if you're looking to win the league and win competitive trophies, then how are you going to do that if you're not, on the front foot most of the time if you if you can't yeah, okay. rip Weird the game question. by the throat. I mean, Atletico don't do that. They won the, they've won the league before. I feel, okay, well, the first time that they won the league under Simeone, I don't think that they were playing defensively like that. I feel like Simeone... You're right. I don't think it was extreme, but I think the second time they won the league yeah, was Yeah, which was, which was what? Recently, the 2019-2020 season. The pandemic year. Yeah. It was... Um, well, and mind you, they almost let that slip as well. They were they had they were up on points by a lot towards the towards the end of the season. Oh, and then they, they, they had. Uh, they I think had they had a nine point gap. The first, the first nineteen games. That's a good cushion, bro. What? That's a hundred point. That's in a hundred point. Um, Winning season. No, yeah. If you if uh, they were on they were on pace for a hundred. Yeah, a hundred win a hundred point uh, season. That was the pace. But, After the first nineteen games, okay, yeah, that, that's fine. And they're not—they're not Barcelona or Real. They're bound to like. No, no, no. I know that, but I'm—I'm I'm saying like, they had a nine-point gap, I believe. It was at least nine points gap towards the end of the season, like the last few games of the season, and they let that slip. They barely won the league that year. Right. So, I—I I honestly don't know how. I th- honestly, I think. Suarez was the reason why they won the league because Suarez did f- come up clutch and got winning goals for them or important goals for them at times. But yeah, no, I Atletico, dude, they don't really be winning like that. To be fair, for for the most part, they don't do that well in the league. Yeah, I know that they, they're considered a top four team, whatever. But the past two three years, they haven't been they haven't really been doing that. They've been kind of struggling to find kind of get into the top four, and then also they kind of don't perform that well in Europe either. They lost to freaking what Leverkusen the other day. I know, but you're taking like the current form. I'm not talking about current form. I'm just talking about historically, recently, especially with Simeone. I don't think I don't think Atletico is a team that you, people expect to play well. Well, yeah, I don't expect that. Like again, like I'm just saying, like. Like okay, I mean we're 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 going a bit of our head because we're gonna talk about it. Like every time Liverpool City play, no one, no none of neither team is gonna sit in the back. 
Right. And it's like, it's like, I wouldn't expect that from Spurs. I know. And I don't think anyone really does. And that's, that's, I find that shameful. The fact that we, why is that shameful? That what have they won? It's just the fact that they're considered a big six club. So they can still play defensively. They're just not winners. I don't know what to tell you. All right. So what's the point you're trying to make? I'm saying that I feel like we're being a little unfair of criticizing content why we play is when it's freaking Tottenham Hotspurs. What have they won in the last 50 years? I'm being honest here. And I'm not trying to criticize the club. I'm more like, listen, you have Pochettino. You played really well. Were you successful? I don't know. You got to one final. Like, is that, is that really successful for someone? One final. In like, what, seven years? He didn't win anything. Right. It, like, if you tell me he won something, then you can make the argument, oh, shit, maybe we should be more of an offensive team. Maybe that's our, the way the it's the best way for us to win titles. But, like, it's still fucking Tottenham. I don't know what to tell you. Well, all right. So the th- that's my thing. It's like, I think Mourinho, with Mourinho, um, I think he's, he, he probably was doing the same, exact same thing as Conte was, but his man managing was more poor, and he wasn't getting the results. But it's the exact same style. What, the defensive style, just park yeah. the bus type of thing? Well, okay. And I think he was getting better. He was getting more out of Kane than Conte right, now. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. But then again, I think that there's, another, there's another thing of Song is horrid right now. He is. So two, two things that I want to touch on with what, what you were just saying. With the whole Pochettino thing, yes, they were playing an amazing brand of football, 100%. And I, I do think, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't call it success in the, in the sense that they won titles, because obviously they didn't. I would say success in the sense that Pochettino was able to take them a step further. Like Pochettino was able to take them being, from being a top eight club to being a top four, top five club. And he got him to a Champions League final. He won second place the season that Leicester won the title as well. So it was progression. It was progression. And then looking back at it now, with Tottenham playing this fossil-like football, which is just terrible to watch and is very disappointing due to the fact that they have amazing players that are very attack-minded, you look back and it's like, okay, well, we got to a final playing the way that we playing attacking football. We got second place playing attacking football, playing beautiful possession-based football. Why can't we go back to that? Like, we had more success with that than we're doing now. And uh, the I second mean, thing... But then that goes more of, like, who is the manager. But at the same time, I'm just saying, okay, the manager's not there. Why are you asking so much about the manager to change how he plays? Right, right, right. So that, that, that's my thing, that, too. Yeah, that takes me to my second point where it's like Tottenham... You can't, beggars can't be choosers. Like, you wanted a serial winner for a manager and you got him, and now you're complaining about the way that he plays. No, like, I understand, I get it 100%, but at this, at the end of the day, Conte has won everywhere that he's gone, right? You know what I'm saying? So, it's kind of like you got to kind of got to trust the process. I know that it's frustrating, but you got to you have to trust the process. And look, I hate, I hate that term. Why? Because it reminds me of Arsenal. No, that that probably reminds you of United for the past decade, <laughs> where you've had no, to trust no. the process. I've, I've, only started, I've only started to hear that with United uh, recently, but it bothers me because it just reminds me of Arsenal. And you know, right, right, mm-hmm. okay. I got it. all right. Well, anywho, we we digressed a little bit. Tottenham missed a huge opportunity to take advantage of the fact that City lost on Sunday, and they could have. 
uh, made some ground up on Arsenal, but they weren't able to take their chances. United, like you said, played brilliantly today. Yo, huge shout out and huge recognition needs to be given to this man, Fred. Because he played his fucking hard. Hey, hey, remember what I said last last uh, last December? What? Remember what I said in that pod? No, what'd you say? I mean, I'm, I'm, I was a year ahead of myself, so I got to give myself a little credit. Again, here we go. Santi being ahead of his time, blah, blah, blah. I said two things to that podcast. I said, the way Fred plays in Brazil is completely different. There's a reason why he starts all the time. One is because he is a true center defensive mid behind him. And two, it's because it's more offensive, more free-flowing, more pressing, etc. He's not really glued into one. Again, under Ole, under Mourinho, he was constantly asked to be the CDM. And clearly he's not. He could recover. He could win the 50-50s. But, like, be that last man before the defense, he's not good at it. Yeah, no. you know, And I was actually thinking about it watching this game as well. Like, just thinking about Fred and his time at United where it's like, shit. Because I know for a while, for most of his time there, like a lot of United fans have not liked Fred at all. And they've questioned why he's he's on the team and why he starts so much. And it's just like, okay, no, I... may, what if what if the, it was the fact that he was just given the wrong role this entire time? Like I said, I think, I think Casemiro is going to be the reason why we're both, at the end of the year, we're both going to be like, yo, Fred and McFred should stay. They just didn't play together. Yeah. <laughs> So then is it really McFred at the end of the day then? Well, no, it is because I think they're both the same player. They both show a lot of passion. I think Fred is clearly more technically gifted and skillful than McTominay. But McTominay has more of like the... the yeah, the, 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 uh, I got you. I know what you're saying. Like the, the, the physique. Phys- yeah, the physical attributes. Yeah, the physique. So, I mean, one, I mean, in a perfect world where they could actually both play as a as center defensive mids, they would complement each other. But they can't because none of them are... I don't know if you remember. I remember this clearly. McTominay came up as a striker for United. Mm, and Mourinho converted him to the center defensive mid. And now he plays center back for his, for his country, which is kind of funny. Interesting. Well, okay. Well, So, yeah, I was thinking, like, well, but, like with Pogba, what if it didn't? Because it just they, – they were canceling each other out, basically. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? I was trying, and then same thing with – McTominay and Fred, like you were saying, the same type of player you weren't able to get. And you know what I was thinking of as well? It kind of reminded me of like the the dynamic that of Yaya Torre and Fernandinho when Fernandinho came into City. It gave it gave Yaya Torre more. You're telling Fred, Fred is Yaya Torre? Let's go. No, 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 I'm saying it's like a similar type of thing with, with Fernandinho coming into. All right, the on the spot, who's a better player, Casemiro or Fernandinho? You can't even think about this. Come on. No, because you're no, this is bullshit because you're just using Casemiro's team success. You're, I know you're voting towards Casemiro. Listen, you could, if you could argue that Fernandinho is a better distributor, yes. As a number six, Casemiro every day. Bro, Fernandinho was an amazing passer of the ball. What are you talking That's what I'm about? That's what I'm saying. As a distributor, I think Fernandinho is better. Fernandinho is so solidly defensive as well. Uh, okay, I still take Casemiro. Why? Just because he's won Champions Leagues and La Ligas. Listen, man. And because he played for good. Real Madrid. If was so good, he would have never started. He, he, would never start over him in Brazil. That's all I'm saying. That's no. That's that's Real, <laughs> Real Madrid tax. Real Madrid tax, bro. Come on. Fernandinho was starting in the 2014 World Cup. He's starting for that team, bro. 
Yo, Fernandinho was starting in the in the 2014 World Cup. What are you talking about? Yeah, it wasn't up until Casemiro. When Casemiro was in fucking Porto. He wasn't even. He wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't. Um, he didn't come up until 2015. Exactly. When, the first, when with the first um, with the first Champions League, and I'm pretty oh. sure he got injured. Nah, bro. Fern- I'm take. I'm sorry, but I'm taking. I'm taking Fernandinho. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not. Sa- I'm not taking Fernandinho currently because Fer- Fernandinho's um, a lot older, obviously. But Fernandinho, uh, in his prime, I'm taking him over Casemiro every damn day, every damn day. No way. Yeah, bro. What are you watching? I'm trying to find out why he wasn't in the 2014 uh... World Cup. Yeah, Casemiro. No, I know. No, no, no. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm asking. Oh, he got a leg fracture. That's why he wasn't there. He still wouldn't have started over Fernandinho, bro. Fernandinho had an amazing year the first season that he started. Oh, that was six years ago, man. Yeah, I don't know. I'll figure it out. Okay. Anywho. Nah. But anyways, but my point is, Fred, in this system, with a true center defensive mid, um, have, like backing him up, he looks, he looks, he looks so much better. Now you can still see how there's times where it's still fuck, it's still fucking Fred, you know. <laughs> but I mean, hey man, I, I I'm happy he's playing well. I always liked him. I like him more than McTominay, and I think he should play over McTominay. The interesting thing now with United is I know he uh, Erickson missed a couple games because of illness. I don't know. I mean, maybe on a team like a lower league team like um, guy Bournemouth or like Forest, where you play Ericsson and Fernandez, where you're gonna be down their throat. But like say like a City or like a Arsenal, you would play. I would play Casemiro and Fred or McTominay with Bruno or instead of Bruno, it's Ericsson. So I, I, me personally, I do like that he's not. I mean, hence he had no choice. But I don't think he should play Ericsson and Fernandez together. Why? Because it'd be kind of like the same type of. I don't think it's balanced enough, and I think you saw it against City. Erickson's not just not that kind of person that okay today we're gonna be chasing the ball more, so you gotta m- be better at your mar- marking. I don't. You can't ask thirty four year old Erickson that. Yeah, no fair, fair. No, I got you. And I, you know my thoughts on that Manchester. I feel like Ten Hag really he got the lineup wrong, and I feel like he the substitutions that he put on were wrong as well. So wait, today? No, no, no. For the Derby. Like oh yeah yeah so yeah we're past it yeah we're past oh, it. Oh, but my hey, listen and then just one last thing like I, I I don't know if he knows that he has five subs I feel like he doesn't know that <laughs> why why would that would be really bad if he didn't know that I, listen I, I think he knows I just it feels like a feeling like like especially now with like we're, we're looking at the calendar and we could even talk about it now Well, not talk about it now we talk another time all these injuries piling up with all the um, with the players games, yeah. World Cup. But like, it's like, okay, you want to rotate. Okay, we get this part. I understand why you don't play Ronaldo in this game. But like, Rashford shouldn't be playing 90 minutes here. Shouldn't, Fernandez shouldn't be playing 90 minutes here either. You know, I agree with you on that one. I agree with you there. You're right. It's just like, we got to rotate a little bit. You keep the, keep the legs fresh. Freaking Ole ran into the ground that one year when we got to the Europa League final. That's why it was the Europa League final. 
like that extra time. I was like, Bruno shouldn't have out there. He's just, just gas. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you on that one. I didn't think that Rashford should have played 90. I don't think that Jaden Sancho should have lasted as long as he did. Sancho. Oh, and yeah, one quick thing, man. That guy, I'm done with him, man. I feel like it's he, he's gone as bad as Rashford, but I think with the thing with Rashford, it got to a point. There was two low points for him. There was one point where it looked like he didn't care, but he was injured. Then the second point one was that it wasn't that he was he didn't care. It was just like he was wasn't good. The confidence Sa- wasn't there. Just, does, just doesn't look good. He doesn't look like he fucking cares. At the same time, yeah, he looks kind of like lax. Yeah, I lost the ball. Whatever. What is it? Yo, wasn't he supposed to be fast? He looks so fucking slow out there. <laughs> What was that, Jaden? <laughs> no facts, actually. Oh, he looks so slow. I thought I thought great. I didn't think he played bad today. I didn't think he played bad against Spurs. I think out of all the players, he played the worst. But it's not. It wasn't bad though. He probably didn't. It's the worst. If everyone played a seven, he played a six. There we go. Okay. All right. Well, anywho, I I don't think that Santa should have played as long as he did. I don't remember if he played the full game or not. Um, so, no, he didn't. He played like I think seventy minutes or something. Yeah, I think he uh, was the first sub for. Um, what's his? Oh, actually, no. He was actually kind of late. Mm. Anthony was the first sub. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Good. I'm, I'm glad he he got Anthony out of there. Um, I don't think Fernandez should have played the whole match as well. Um, Casemiro, no. he he kind of like he took him. Off yeah, I, I, I don't I don't know why he doesn't like playing him ninety minutes. Maybe there's like a there's an injury history that we're kind of overlooking that they know more about, and that's why he's holding. Because I'm kind of I'm trying to remember uh, last year in, in in Madrid he did have some injury problems, mm. so maybe he's just like not trying to push him too much. Which that's fine with me. He's our he's our best midfielder. Well, so so do you do you see Ronaldo playing against Chelsea? Well, so then my question before I know you were mad. Last time when they didn't bring him in at four nothing against City, they bring him in at 80th minute, two nothing already. Take him, take Rashford. Like they actually take Rashford, and they bring him in. Is there a need for Ronaldo there? Do you do you, just the decision itself? I'm not playing him today. Is that that okay? Do you think that's fine? It's, it's fine. Um, I'll be honest. I was expecting him to make an appearance. Um, I did. I to be, I and then. I did think he would start. I yes, same. I I, I thought he was going to start, and if he wasn't, I expected him to get some good amount of playing time. Maybe at least thirty minutes. Uh, maybe no. You know what? At least twenty to twenty-five minutes, at least, uh, of time on the field, just to kind of. I don't want to say to keep him happy, but just to to keep his sharpness. You know, to you know to keep his sharp sharpness up and at bay. Type of thing. No, I think that's the problem. I feel like in over the weekend against Newcastle, he didn't look good. I, well, I, didn't, last, I didn't see the game. Against the last Newcastle. two games in Europa and Newcastle, he didn't look good. So I think then that's why, okay, I can understand dropping him. But like, it's like, again, if you have five subs and you only use three, then <laughs> I think, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't want to blame Ten Hag, but I think that's a little bit disrespectful. Oh, so now, now you agree that it's disrespectful, huh? A little bit. No, when you're not using all your subs, that day, they, the, the city game, they use all the subs. Okay. Yeah, all right. Fine. But, like, it's like, is it just playing? I don't know. I don't, I like, 
I don't I don't see the bigger plan. I guess I don't see the bigger plan with him anymore. Like in the beginning of the season, I can understand like okay, he's not fit. He's got to get his fitness up. One, two. There's a certain type of style in play that I want to play. Yada yada yada. And then in the, in past previous games, I've been getting mad because there's there's at the end of these games sometimes I'm like yo, put the two youngsters in Pelestri and Garnacho. They're on the bench for a reason. They had him warm up today. I literally thought they was gonna put him in, and he puts in fucking Alanga. <laughs> so, so I'm like, all right, like if you're not gonna play the youngsters, we're winning two nothing comfortably. Let's let's get some people in, get some fresh legs, get just get them minutes. Why don't, why don't you play Ronaldo on that point? Yeah, because also Spurs, like you said, they're the type of team that's gonna sit back. So it's not it's not the same thing where you're playing like a, a City or Liverpool when you need to be. Yeah, today, fresh. today, I, I didn't understand it. I'm not gonna get fussed about him not playing him. And then I understand him getting mad. The walking off is just it's just not a good look, man. Yeah, yeah, no, like, not at all. Like, I think it was just a little just way too like dramatic. And then I was telling you before, Mark Goldrich is like, Oh, I blame the Glazers. Like, yo, like, listen, we we can't scapegoat them all the all for all the problems, man. That's a that's a Ronaldo issue that not to be fair, I mean, I don't know how honest Ten Hag is. I feel like Ten Hag has given you the reason of he's not going to play every game without saying he's not going to play every game, and that he's not scared to take him off. He's, you've seen it, right? Which I don't mind. I don't mind the. I don't mind that. It's just more like either he needs to understand. Like I just want him to understand. Like and then, like I said, if he has to go in January, like let him go. Like I'm. Like we need to let me, like. <laughs> We can't be dependent on him. We're not dependent on him this year, thankfully, like last year. Yeah, um, I which agree. That, but that means we're creating more chances, and then other people are finishing and scoring goals, which is great, great to see, because he's not going to be here forever. Uh, but you always thought he'd be like the cherry on top, where like, okay, 0-0, zero, zero, we need a goal, 90th minute, boom. But it, he's not even that anymore. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it sucks. I don't know, it's just, it's, it's weird because... You can't criticize him. He's a legend. Also, you know what? I think from from Ronaldo's perspective, with the walking off before uh, before full time, I think, and this is just my assumption, right? I don't know, and I don't know anything. Uh, but I'm thinking, if I'm him, right? I come in next uh, last year, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna help my club get back to where they need to be. Um, and he, he scored so many important winning goals for them. He got he's gotten them into so many matches where they were literally like um, behind. You know what I'm saying? So and it's like okay, all right. I was the main man, or not the main man, but I was very important to the team this season. And I'm speaking about last year, right? Then you get Ten Hag. Everything's exciting. Okay, the mentality is going to change. I know I have the mentality. I know that what what I bring to the table, I can definitely help. Everything's falling in place where I can definitely do everything that I can to help on the field, right? And then this year comes finally, and he's not on the field. Like, I can just, I can imagine how psychologically, like, that could affect him and really, like, have him down in the dumps and be upset and mad at himself, mad at Ten Hag, mad at whoever the fuck. But I can understand how it could be frustrating if you look at it like that, like when you were well, expecting then, to be remember, such remember, a big help and you're not even. Yeah. And then remember that, 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 that report I mentioned, like, oh, like, I don't know, like a month or so ago. And I didn't read into it because I mean, if this is the case, it's like, I don't want to read too much into it. Like 
don't know if it's true or not, but there was like that report that his therapist said that he's he's been depressed since the the passing of the of the son. I remember when his son was born and then passed away a couple uh... days ago. There's like this this report. I didn't read it into it, don't get me wrong, so I don't know if it's fake or not. But then maybe that could explain why mentally he's not there. Because I think if you want to pinpoint like a time where like I remember it was the Everton game and after the Everton game, I think he might have had one or two more Premier League goals. I don't know if that was before the Norwich game. I can't remember. And no, not Everton, sorry, Arsenal game. Right. Um and maybe and ever since he hasn't found the top form for Portugal and for United. Damn. Yeah. So I don't know. Shit. That is that is another another way that you could look at it. Yeah, definitely the psychological aspect as well. So all right, so do you expect him to play on Saturday? I hope he does, but I don't think so now because he did that. Okay. Um what are your predictions for the match? I don't know. I'm gonna be in lovely New Brunswick, New Jersey. Watching this on my phone, so it's going to be very intense. I'm going to be watching my buddy Alvin, big Chelsea fan. So it should. I just hope if we draw, oops, sorry, if we draw, it's a clean sheet. I can't lose these bastards. All right. So what? Do you, what's your prediction for the match? I just can't lose these bastards. Zero, uh, zero, zero. All right. You predict a no-no draw. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, with this win against Spurs, what's your new prediction for United this season? Has it changed? So I keep look. I'm, I keep like trying to to make the math, and I actually think Chelsea's gonna get third, and it's gonna be between us and Tottenham. Four. Unless for fourth. Yeah, we pretty much Arsenal, City, Chelsea, United, and Liverpool all have ten games. Tottenham have twenty. They have 11, 11 games. So it's Arsenal 27, City and Spurs 23, Chelsea not 20, us 19, Liverpool 16. It's tough. It looks like you bastards couldn't couldn't you 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 couldn't handle Liverpool. And now Liverpool are back in it. They're seventh. And yeah, it's gonna be closer than hey, who knows? Maybe Arsenal fall off. Please, please, God. If there's a God, I'm begging you. Please. Can United contest for the for the title, no, 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 no. I don't think. So. I think we're still in, too inconsistency. It's too inconsistent. I think there are certain things that we're improving. I think the one thing that I do see consistent is, um, I didn't see it against City, but take out City. This whole season, ever since the Liverpool game, we've actually we've been great at defending. Okay. If we we keep keep a clean sheet, and if we not keep, keep a clean sheet, it's only one goal, and we haven't allowed that. The only game we allowed more than one goal, City. That's it. Interesting. So I think the one thing that we look, and I think now with Casemiro playing every day, every game, that's going to lay like that back, the solid back five. I think, by the way, Luke Shaw's back in the starting 11, which is, I'm upset for Malaysia, but it is what it is. At least Luke Shaw looks like he's found some form, which is good. He lo- he's looking fast and thin. Beautiful. Well. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah, no, I think it's. I think Tottenham are going to be a slide down, and maybe, 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 maybe Arsenal slide down. You could best believe that. I hope that happens, my man. But again, it's City's lead to lose. Don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah, shit. Well, all right. Yeah, well, that's all the time that we got for y'all today on this episode. Thank you for tuning in. If you haven't already. 
check out our previous episodes from before on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, whatever you're listening to this on. We really appreciate it. And till next time, baby.